This is the Popular Apocrypha Podcast, Episode 21, Romeo and Juliet, for April 9th, 2018. Good morrow to you, sir, to all our popular peeps out viver. Welcome to the Popular Apocrypha Podcast, whither we improve fictional characters by adjusting their look, style, backstory, etc. We just recently looked at Captain Jack Sparrow, so if to be true, thee would like to hark to that episode, or any others for that matter, thee can catch us on Stitcher, iTunes, Blueberry, and our website, papapoc.com. While thee art thither, wend ahead and drop us a review, if to be true, thee would be so, in- so inclined. <laughs> T-can-e findeth us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as well. Thou mayest refer to me as Riley, and I am joined the present day by Tyler of the Intelligent Reed Clan and Logan of the Gentle-Hearted Smith family. How now goeth the present day, gentlemen? First of all, it's not YouTube, it's VTube. VTube? <laughs> Actually, it's so, a little informal. So, that's, that's the point. <laughs> truth be told, this, that... Very rough reading was the handiwork of the Shakespeare translator on schmoop.com. Um, schmoop. Ah. And it almost, if, if I hadn't caught it, would have corrected YouTube to um, the tube. Yeah, like you said. The so, tube, thou tube. The tube. Thou and tube. Uh, read your last name corrected to uh, Readeth. Readeth. I love how it, how it corrected look to hark. Hark! I don't, I don't <laughs> even think that's. Yeah, I don't know. Yep. For, for like. Every like two seconds, like 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 two two seconds of that, you like straight up sounded like Scottish pirate, like very pi- like very very pirate and very very Scottish at the same time. <laughs> well, I it mean, was pretty great. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, arguably, I mean, Jasper did some Scottish plays. So, did he do a pirate play? Uh, I think the Tempest had like some pirates in it. Yeah, it people you could call pirates. Question mark? Oh. A lot of Scottish stuff. Yes. Which is good. Oh, yeah. Um, so, anyway, our, our episode today is not on Shakespeare specifically, but rather related to one of uh, Shakespeare's works, but we'll get to that later. But uh, for right now, let's go ahead and start with a, a little creative uh, warm-up game. So, uh, you guys know um, how it's been debated that Shakespeare didn't actually author his own works, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically the argument is that like Shakespeare was a man of such humble origins that he couldn't have possibly had the insight, wit, and political understanding needed to write the plays he did. Therefore, they suggest he didn't actually write them. Although, he most likely did, which is what all the scholars say. But um, what if we were his ghostwriters? So, I'm going to give each of you two themes from his various plays. There's a lot, a lot of themes, so I'm just going to kind of pick at random and give you each two themes. And then the type of play. So it either has to be a comedy, a tragedy, or a history. And you have to come up with a play concept on the fly that incorporates the two themes and works within the type of play you are given so that the other two Shakespeare's in the room would like you to write it for them and get them famous. Cool? Okay. Okay. I'm ready. I'm nervous. <laughs> Don't be. But I'm also ready. My body is ready. So That's who would like to go? Reference. You made a Nintendo reference. Wait, that's a Nintendo reference? Yeah, it's what Reggie fils he's the president of Nintendo America, said when the Wii Fit was announced. He said, my body is ready. I'm so proud of you. You made a Nintendo really? reference. I yeah. did not get that That's from Nintendo. where that meme came from. I just make it really sexually. Well, that's why it became a meme, because oh. he said it at, like, a big conference. He's like, my, my body, body is ready. ready. <laughs> it sounded, well, it sounded like it came from, like, an anime or something. Like, my body is ready. It's just super official. Yeah. Um, who, who would like to go first? I'll go first. Tyler, go first. Yeah. So I'm going to give you the theme of deception and revenge. And it needs to be a comedy. Deception, revenge, comedy. Do, do, okay. do. <laughs> so we've got two main characters, uh, Bert McFarkle oh. and... Um, mm. that's, uh, a, that's a character. Bert McFarkle. <laughs> and uh, uh, Leonard Nimoy. And oh. um, oh. the characters, Too not, not that, uh, any you know, appearance of being related to real persons <laughs> living or dead is completely coincidental. <laughs> um, and... Uh, 
Leonard Nimoy had killed Burke McFarkle's uh, pet mountain lion uh, because it, uh, it was having an affair, the mountain lion was having an affair with Leonard Nimoy's wife. Um, and that, that the comedy, obviously, that's what that's sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ooh. the mountain lion came back from the dead to enact its revenge on Leonard Nimoy, and it killed its owner, Burt McFarkle, and took its body, like wolf in sheep's clothing style. And um, the entire time, you don't understand why Leonard Nimoy is confused. You, you don't understand why he's confused because it's obviously a mountain lion and it only growls in response to everything that Leonard Nimoy says. And then it eventually ends up trying to kill him, but failing because it's undead. So it just passes through him, even though somehow it was able to kill its owner. 10 out of 10 Hollywood executives come. You can find Whoa. me on Twitter at unrequested. This is, this is more in the theme of it's a shit. It's, it's like being written in the 1500s. Uh, yeah, but I'm now his ghostwriter, so Ghost wants to sell these rights to Hollywood. You're welcome. Mm, Shallow humor. Mm, very Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. welcome, Shakespeare. Okay. You're welcome, mm, boy. I give it. I give it a three out of five. That's mm. positive for creativity. Three popsicles out of five pickles. I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I would give it. Um. Uh, um. Trying to make. Um. <laughs> I'm trying to make a Shakespeare <laughs> reference, but I can't think of anything. Uh. Three uh, tempests out of out of five Prosperos. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I did. It. Logan, you ready? Uh, sure. All right. So I'm giving you the themes of hmm. Let's do corruption. Okay. Um, transformation, and it needs to be a history. Uh, you can't use a mountain lion. Society did. Why, why can't I use a mountain lion? Society did. What, what? That doesn't. It, it's, Hold on. Wait. What? No. Nope. Look at me. I am the captain now. I, I am the mountain lion. <laughs> Was there a mountain lion in more than one of Shakespeare's plays? Uh, I don't think so. Arguably, there's ghosts in a lot of his plays. There are. And magic. Like most of his plays. Because that's why I got Hamlet and Macbeth confused. Banquo was in which one? Yeah. Because like they both have a ghost in major parts. Okay. So corruption. Transformation mm-hmm. as a history. As a history. Okay, so what what are examples of, of Shakespeare's history? That's like King Lear. Like King Lear, Julius Caesar. Like it, it's events that happen, but are dramatized and probably okay. didn't happen that way. Okay. Um, okay. So, ancient Babylonian government. Right. Mm. We have Nebuchadnezzar. Who uh, it tells the uh, the biblical story of how he is out in the wild for seven years, mm-hmm. and uh, he. But it, there is a little bit of a comedic element because he makes friends while he's out there. They're very uh, very uh, happy and uh, live in a tree, and they're friends. And uh, they're uh, you know they talk Nebuchadnezzar out of being the uh, the tyrannical king that he is, and. Uh, so, uh, so Nebuchadnezzar, like, it turns over a new leaf and then has to go back and face the government that he was, uh, a part of, and he realizes how corrupt it is and tries to change it, but, uh, realizes that it's a much bigger job than he thought and has to enlist the help of his happy tree friends in order to, <laughs> uh, overthrow the government. Hmm. And it's a history because he was a king of Babylon. So there you go. 4.5 out of 5. 11 out of 12. That's pretty solid. Um, wait, wait. But, uh, wait, can we go back? Can we not award points yet? We both have to assign a name to our our place, right? Oh. Gotta have a name, right? Okay, so what's the name of yours? Did um, you say I it? didn't have an idea yet. Um, <laughs> well, uh, uh, Mountain the Lion. No. Uh, <laughs> it's like taming the shrew. Cougar That's what the play love. within the play is called. <laughs> Cougar Love. Uh... Wolf in man's body. <laughs> Wolf in man's body. You have nothing to hide. It's exactly what it is advertised right there on the front. <laughs> so uh, I think mine, since the history and since uh, Shakespeare wasn't exactly the most creative with his histories, I think it should just be called King of Babylon. Mm-hmm. Because it, it also raises the idea, was the king Nebuchadnezzar or was the king uh, the uh, symbolic fact that 
it was evil running Babylon. Right, right, right. Oh, but so. when mine gets made into a live action movie, mm-hmm. um, it's gonna be like a really sexy cover with like the like like weirdly large nipples because it's gonna be uh, wolf in man's body. So it's gonna be like a, a man's body with like a wolf head popping out. But it's also a mountain lion. So it's at the same time. It's a little rare. It's like an animorph. <laughs> Don't ruin animorphs. That was my favorite book series as a kid. It's definitely gonna look like animorphs. Nope. <laughs> Well, so all that's left is tragedy, but would you two each pick a theme? Um, I've got one, if you don't. Uh, well, we have two themes. Right. So, uh, okay, I've got one. Okay, go ahead. Lust. Okay. Uh, not unrelated. Uh, enemies who fall in love. Mm. Like ne- ne- nemeses who fall in love. It's not necessarily lust for other people. It could be lust for power. Lust for money, whatever. Very true, your, very true. Your interpretation, sir. And it's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would say that cue a medieval castle. Uh, this is the the setting in which this play takes takes place. And there's a king, but the king isn't really ever given a name because he's just kind of a side character, a a plot point by which the two main characters get furthered in their events. Um, and the two main characters are the court jester and the, uh, the advisor to the king, specifically like the, the economic advisor, right? And so basically uh, both of them uh, lust for more power within the courtroom, the king's court. Um, but one of them goes about it in like a funny way with the jester. Like he, he, he's, his goal is to make, um, the, like a happier atmosphere in the court and then like have people like him and have his influence by basically, he's the funny guy. He's the one that everyone likes and that's how he's going to gain power in the courtroom. And then the economic advisor, um, his like plan is to win power by gaining successes in the kingdom. So by advising the king in such a way that they gain successes. So he's a much more like logical thinker. And then the court jester is a much more feeling thinker. And the play basically is forwarded by their lust for power um, to gain control over the courtroom. But then while they are also striving for power, they are attracted to each other's um, 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 like opposites so it's basically like the opposite track so like i can't have what you have but you have that so i'm attracted to that and then through the play they start to come closer together close together and the, the enemies fall in love and then they get to a point where they think we are powerful enough as a as a loving duo to not just seek power in the kingdom but to overthrow the king and they try to overthrow the king and the tragedy is that they die in overthrowing the king but it has to be some crazy twist where like the jester doesn't communicate his plan and he dresses up as the king and the economic advisor stabs the king but it's actually the jester and then yeah and then the king sees her or him stab the king stab the jester who's dead and the king orders the commerce person's uh, execution and then the scene just goes black I like it give it seven tamings out of eight shrews (laughs) Um, uh, one beef out of ten cows. <laughs> you didn't like it, huh? What? You didn't no. like it? Because they're all beef, so it's it's all. Oh. What? what? One beef equals ten cows. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah. <laughs> I think that those were pretty good. I think I think Shakespeare would have liked to steal those if he did steal plays. Right, or, what would you name yours? Oh, yeah. Oh. Got to name some. Uh... The jester and the advisor, in parentheses, unlikely roommates. <laughs> uh, a jester in the king's court or something. Or uh, or uh, it'd be, I think it would be uh, Money Can't Buy You Happiness. That would be good. Okay. That's a good title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Sweet. Nice, guys. You know, it's another Sweet. tragedy that involves sort of nemeses that fall in love with one another and involves lust. I'm, I'm setting up for a real good transition here. I thought, like, yeah, except they're not nemeses. <laughs> but, like, their families are nemeses. Okay. So. <laughs> I, see, I thought you were going I for, was, like... It was real close. I thought you were going, like, is there an ad read that we don't know <laughs> about? Has something to do with that? Uh, Logan and Riley. Just kidding. See, I thought you were going for, like, us three somehow. <laughs> I'm like... Uh, How are you going to work this in? Also accurate. So, so to be clear, none of us here are really Shakespeare experts. 
we've all kind of read, read a little bit of Shakespeare and I've performed in a couple Shakespeare plays, um, but that's about it. So take everything we say today with a marginal grain of salt. At what point <laughs> did we ever expect our listeners to believe that we're experts in any of these characters. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. That that one episode. Yeah. Um, so today, I wouldn't call myself a Pokemon expert. Just a, I'm getting there, but Pokemon, not quite there. Yeah. Okay. okay. To be the very best. Yep. Yeah. The best. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> today, we're looking at arguably two of Shakespeare's most famous characters and the star of the play by their same name, Romeo and Juliet. Um, but first, a little background. Uh, Romeo and Juliet was written approximately 1594 to 1596 and popularized the character types of the star-crossed lovers. In Verona, Italy, the Montagues and the Capulets hate one another. Romeo and Juliet, members of different families, meet at a mass ball of the Capulets and fall instantly in love, almost awkwardly fast. Um, the famous balcony scene then ensues and the couple is soon married in secret by Friar Lawrence. They might bang, they might not. It's creepy because Juliet is probably 13. Uh, Tybalt, a Capulet, is now mad at Romeo for showing up at the ball and getting friendly with Juliet. Tybalt confronts Romeo, who's chilling with his homie Mercutio. Romeo doesn't want to fight Tybalt because they're technically fam now. Mercutio is mad at Romeo because Romeo isn't mad. Mercutio fights Tybalt in Romeo's place. Tybalt mercs Mercutio. Now Romeo, bound by honor, has to kill Tybalt, so he mercs Tybalt. The Prince of Verona is super fed up with these two families for not knocking it off with the fighting and killing, so he banishes Romeo to the Shadow Realm, otherwise known as Mantua. Juliet's dad misinterprets why Juliet is sad and decides the best way to cheer up is to forcibly marry her to Count Paris. Juliet, understandably pissed, seeks Friar Lawrence for help. He gives her some super NyQuil, tells her to play dead, and he will, say, uh, she, he will have Romeo rescue her after she is safely assumed to be very dead. Juliet, not passing up the opportunity to get a good night's sleep, agrees, and Friar Lawrence decides to send his most directionally challenged intern to tell Romeo for the plan. Juliet then fakes her death. The intern does not reach Romeo. Romeo returns to Verona upon hearing his wife died. Romeo mercs Count Paris, because why not? Romeo enters the tomb and drinks poison, because why not? And Juliet wakes up and stabs herself, because why not? And the families finally decide to communicate and get over it. This is a synopsis of the play. So... Romeo and Juliet arguably is one of the most polarizing plays in Shakespeare's repertoire, not necessarily because of the themes it deal with, deals with, but because literally everyone has probably read it or seen it in high school, and people either like it or hate it. So, friends, with that, where do we go from here? I just have to say, while you were giving that quick uh, synopsis, Logan was doing an amazing miming of every single line that you gave, and it was pretty... Pretty great. I kind of saw him out of the corner of my eye, but if I ever looked, I would have lost my place. <laughs> because the spacing on my um, little notes here, for some reason, is at like 0.5. It's a very small font. So, I applaud you, though. I'm, I'm out of breath now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did a lot of stabbing. <laughs> there, Lots of stabbing. There is yeah. a lot of, it's a surprising amount of death. A lot Romeo of stabbing flesh with weapons. And, um... A lot of poor communication. Quite a bit of poor communication. Mm -hmm. Really. Mm -hmm. I mean, an absurd amount of poor communication. I mean, it is a love story. <laughs> I mean, I personally kind of blame the friar because he was complicit in everything. Yeah, but he like, could have yeah, totally fixed said things. No. But like, yeah, just... No, no maybe no, 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 no. next week. How about next week? <laughs> and then he leaves next on vacation <laughs> for a long, long time. <laughs> um, I'm kind of wondering, like, maybe we should start by maybe asking the question, why are people so so sick of Romeo and Juliet, like, hearing it all the time? And I'm kind of wondering, is it is it possibly because of the theme? Like, the star-crossed lovers, like, oh, that's so sappy. Like, that's what's frustrating? Or is it because it's just so overplayed? Or is it because... The fact that it's almost sickeningly dramatic at the very end. Like, no one stops to think, hmm, maybe I can go on and live my life now that this person is, is dead. I'm sorry that they're dead, but maybe I could just do something else. I don't know. I, like, what is it that creates so much polarization, I guess? I, maybe it's not everyone. Maybe that's just me that thinks that way. Well, 
first of all, it is my favorite of Shakespeare's plays, so I'm kind of biased here. But uh, probably the fact that it's like, you know, you watch any, you know, children's TV show, they usually do a Romeo and Juliet episode. You know, you've seen West Side Story. Or, uh, uh, I want to go to America. Neither <laughs> <laughs> have I, I just know that's not. <laughs> um, uh, but you have, you know, that one Pokemon episode, that one DuckTales episode. Anyway. Uh, it's just so thematically famous. Yeah. It's an archetype. Yeah. Certainly. For uh-huh. sure. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are just sick of it in that they've seen some sort of parody of it. Like, mm. And there have been so many movies of it, too. It's like I've heard it once before. Yeah. Mm. And they know, like, kind of the basic story. And even if they they don't know necessarily the ending because all they've seen is in a children's show where they actually get together at the end. Right. Instead of, you know, killing each other at the end. Yeah. Uh, then uh, they they still are kind of I think it's probably the fact that it, they think it's too uh, I don't know too easy I guess in that sense mm-hmm. but I think a lot of them just don't know the like original ending of the play huh. which makes it kind of like it's kind of like a uh, a hopeless uh, sentiment sentiment for for love yeah. like perfect love can never happen kind of thing. So, I don't know. I think it's just kind of the the fact that it's overplayed and people don't really know, like, Mm -hmm. what all is involved in it. I I can't speak for everybody, but I I can speak for myself that uh, Romeo and Juliet, to me, um, as as characters, they embody a kind of, um, I mean, it's a romance, literally. So, it's a romantic unrealism. And that is now, these these days, you know, back in the um, These days, uh, I, I would say that we don't... We don't often, and maybe, maybe every now and then, but we don't often see examples of the kind of dedication and passion that the play Romeo and Juliet embody, um, to the point of killing themselves and ne- not ever having true love. I think you could. I think that's one way to interpret Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. I think another way is to say they did have true love, and when they thought they couldn't have it, they thought that they were done, and that was it. True. Um, and so I, I think that a lot of people, maybe, such as myself, uh, view Romeo and Juliet as being unrelatable in the sense that uh, it's not what, what you see there is a romantic ideal. It's like uh, this, this lofty vision of what feelings, what romance, what love could be or should be, maybe. But for a lot of people, maybe isn't. And to jump off of what you're saying, I think, I, <clears throat> I think too, it's almost seen as silly as well like yeah not only is it unattainable but silly in that if i were to make the same exact story like identical but tell you that romeo and juliet were 25 and 24 as opposed to 13 and 17 or 16 i think that would change a lot of people's opinions about it too like it's like they were teenagers like what are they doing like they got super dramatic and killed themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think in a sense also it's seen as silly, like unrealistic and silly. And then what Logan's saying, it's, it's used so much that by the time you watch the real thing, it's like, I've seen it before. I don't believe it. And it's done. Like, you know how I mean? do you take it seriously? Right, 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 right. Which I mean, in, in the time in which it was written, 13, 16, probably wasn't that crazy. Those but now rules. it's like, well, yeah. eh, <laughs> you're barely out of middle school. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, which then to progress, I suppose, in bettering these characters, um, do do we change Do we change their age? Is that the first route we take? Do we change the, the type of love do they have? Do we change what their desires are? Like, perhaps to harken back to the game, they don't lust for each other, but something that each other has, that the other needs. Um, Where do we move to make the story, I suppose, similar, but new and refreshing? I'm just in this for your Netflix password. Yep. (laughs) Other than being really bad at communicating, what do we know really about each, each of them individually? Romeo likes to kill people. I thought he didn't like what? to kill people, but he felt honor bound to do so. No, 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 no. He, he doesn't. He literally. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. He Tibble challenges him, and Romeo basically is like, "No, I'm like implying I am now part of your family. I will not hurt you." And then Mercutio is like, "I'll fight for you." And then once Tibble kills Mercutio, Romeo literally has no two thoughts about killing Tibble. So it's like, 
Really? Well, it was like an honor thing back then, right? Like, yeah, you killed like my best friend. Like, I'm probably gonna, yeah, lash out in some way. He he murks Count Paris for sitting outside the tomb and grieving for Juliet, and he walks up on the tomb, and Count Paris is like, um. I don't know who you are, but you're not coming into the tomb. And Romeo's like, and kills him. And then goes into the tomb. And then the, my favorite part is at the end of the play, no one accounts for Count Paris. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> there was like, Romeo and Juliet are dead. They're Let's make friends. Them. And no one cares that there's a dead guy outside of the tomb. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, the gravekeeper is just like sweeping nearby. <laughs> <laughs> one more. <laughs> one more. <laughs> just sweeps him into an open grave. <laughs> and. Juliet, I mean, she she was confused for the entire play. Very confused. She didn't know what to make up her mind. She didn't know how to make Mm -hmm. up her mind. What if instead of making them, like, in their 20s, what if we made them, like, in their 50s? How does that change it? Ooh. And their their children don't like each their other? Their children hate each other. Mm. Like, yeah. That's, that's where I was going with that. It's like... Meet the Falkers or something. Sort of. The Falkers? I don't want to say meet the Falkers. Fag. Fag. That's interesting. So it's like two single parents and their kids hate each other. Right. How old are the kids? Are they adult age or are they like teenagers? Like who, like one's a bully and one's like a nerd. How about we make them grandparents and like the parents and the kids. I like it hate each other. So then you have at least like, let's say they each have what, like one has two kids, one has three kids. Each of those kids with their spouse has like two or three. Mm. You got significant groups hating each other. But what what if we had another extra layer of of like, of contention there that not only do their families really dislike each other, but they're, they both, uh, if, if we want to go with it, it's like modern day. If, if we want to do that, then we could put them both in nursing homes and they're not allowed to be together. Oh, that they're, would make me cry. They're in rival nursing homes. <laughs> <laughs> and they battle each other like every month for like a bowling league or thinking, something. I was saying <laughs> like the same nursing home, but like alternate wings. So similar, but like technically the That's same location. So... Why is that so much cuter? I love that so much. And there's a balcony scene, but instead it's just like the the wheelchair elevator that they have to go up. Oh my god. I would literally start tearing up. That's so cute. (laughs) Yes, it's broken again. Oh my god. Something's stuck in there. Well, so, so if they're in nursing homes. Right. If we want to make it modern day. In one nursing home or in like... I was thinking like separate wings. Like there's a, okay. there's like a male wing and a female wing and they're not oh, supposed you, to be... Yeah, you, you, you got to keep them, keep them separated. You know? Right. You don't know Can't what they're... intimate contact between old people. Actually, I, actually I, I, I have heard that in nursing homes, that's like a... Oh, really? There's a lot of banging going on. Yeah. Mm. Tyler's like, hmm. Hey. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> don't stop till you drop. I mean, you're just there just... Hanging waiting. out. I mean, spending good times, playing Parcheesi. Or Parcheesi's fun, dude. <laughs> we should play Parcheesi sometime. We should. I never should play, play Ultimate Parcheesi. It's like Ultimate Parcheesi. <laughs> anyway, it's basically sorry. Okay. Anyway, um, but if it's in a nursing home, then who's who's the new Corona? Each other? Well, the family still could be. Yeah, I'm saying it's an additional thing that like the nursing home is saying that they can't be together as well. Mm. So the family, and maybe that's, and maybe like the reason that the families hate each other is because they want to be together and they just won't obey the rules of the nursing home. And then like they, they blame the other family for their own family members actions. Like Romeo, the, the, the old Romeo keeps like sneaking over into the female wing and they, but yeah, Romeo's family somehow blames like Juliet's family for Interesting. that and stuff. What if one of their uh, uh, children, so one of their adult children, like runs the nursing home? Ooh, or Tybalt. Tybalt's character runs the nursing home. Mercutio <laughs> runs the nursing home. They, no, all Tybalt, Mercutio, they're all other people in the nursing yeah, home. Yeah, they're other. Or if you make Tybalt Mercutio, can you imagine like, the duels though, like in wheelchairs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What, what they if, push each other off the ramp. So their oh their families um, maybe run parts of the nursing home. What if so? Like one of them is the more like business oriented side, and one is the more like caretaking side, and that's why they're related in the same 
area, but not necessarily working together. And then Mercur- Mercutio and Tybalt are members of that team. Mm-hmm. So like one of them's a like a finance person, one of them's a nurse, and then Romeo assaults a nurse and gets sent to another nursing home. <laughs> hey yep. there. Not sexually assaults oh, a nurse. Okay. I was like, whoa. Like, Tybalt stops him from going to see Juliet, and he's like, oh. no, and then rams his, like, <laughs> his, uh, whatever, walker. his walker right into his shin, and then they send him to another nursing home. Yeah? That's is, it, is it too, too similar, though? To Romeo and Juliet? Like, to the point where someone would watch it and be like, oh, this is just a spin on Romeo and Juliet. I think, well, so far, that's okay. I think let's keep, let's keep going with this. We have and then, and then right? yeah. add some tweaks to make it a little bit more distinguished. Mm-hmm. Um, so are they still Romeo and Juliet? Are those their names? Because then we're like, it's literally just Romeo and Juliet. Or is it, do they have different names? And Tybalt? Tybalt isn't a particularly modernized name whatsoever. Maybe we pronounce it Tybalt. <laughs> His last name is Tybalt. Last His middle name is Tybalt. Tybalt. Or like it's Tybaltson. Or it's Tybaltson. Tybalt. Tybaltson. Oh my gosh. Bolt. No, that's just... Ty oh Bolt. gosh. Merc Ushio. It's Mark no. Ushio. Mark, Mark Ushio. Ushio. <laughs> and he's Japanese. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because Ushio means... Uh, I think it means ocean. Mark Ushio, Ushio and Tybalt. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. And then the, the Capulets is the name of the pharmaceutical company. That's the pills they take. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Mo- and Montague is the uh, yeah. mental affliction that Romeo has. Oh, no. Oh, I was thinking more like, it's like... Or that's the finance it's, it's, company. Oh, okay. Or like, the, uh, yeah, like the nursing home. Like, this is like one of the nursing home's locations. It's like... Oh, uh, the Montague wing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm, okay. I, I don't uh, know. Maybe... Count Paris. Paris is like the the name of the cafeteria. Paris is what do you call son, a, a dude that's really into older women? Is it dirt chaser? Sure. Uh, it, he's like a thirty year old oh. that is chasing after Juliet or whatever we name. That's maybe just real maybe. And then that's maybe that's why nobody cares these days. Maybe it's Romero and Jules. <laughs> Romero and Jules. Maybe the uh, nursing home is also part of a psych ward. And that's where Paris comes from. Ooh. Slash yeah. Mercutio. Because he's also kind of crazy. He was my favorite character, by the way. Tybalt was mine because... Ty. Ty. Because I'm eh. self-centered and shallow and I yeah. hate myself. And I found my name! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so are they still Romeo and Juliet? Are they Romero and Jules? Are they... Romanton and Julinton. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Are they Raul and... And Julio. Uh, who, oh, they're both male now. Sure. Julia. Fine, I guess. It, Juliana. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Uh, I think. I think we should come back to names because I feel like that's that's not as important right now as, uh, as the like uh, main. I mean, I think it's important, but it's fine. It's fine. Thank <laughs> them, Patrick Warburton. That's both their names. So maybe they just affectionately call each other R and J. Maybe they, it starts with R and J, or th- their names start with R and J, and you don't realize that it's a Romeo and Juliet thing until you see that like, their letters carved. I mean, you might be able to figure it out. Probably. Yeah. Considering there's a Mark Ushio <laughs> and a Tybalt Ty and a Ben Folio. Oh, so wonderful, you can, you can even have it be Marcus Ushio yeah. and Tyler Bolt, and yeah. it would be like... That's and wonderful. A, or Benjamin yeah. Volio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Yeah, and, and and it would be pretty easy to have a nurse, right? A mm-hmm. nurse at oh, home. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So is but is, it's like this crazy younger woman instead of being like a crazy right. older woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is Jay is Juliet's character still like largely confused? Because if so, we could then scientifically rationalize that with and she has like, Montague. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> with, like, with like dementia or Alzheimer's. Mm. And she could think and that... maybe that's why she thinks that Romeo's dead. I was about to say that. I mean, we don't... Oof. We don't want to travel too far into, like, the notebook territory. Is that... Is that I've never seen I'm, it. I mean, notebook? I, yeah. I, like, I've seen snippets of it, but I know that the girl has, like, amnesia. She, she doesn't... She can't remember her spouse. I mean, I've seen... And so he, he always has to tell the story of how they fell in love. See, I, I think it's. I think it'd be more like 
she doesn't appear from from R- Romeo's perspective. Uh, Juliet doesn't have Alzheimer's. He doesn't maybe even know that she has Alzheimer's right. until the very end when she thinks that he's dead. Or she has a stroke, oh. goes into a coma. Mm. Oh. He is like, he's in the other nursing home because he assaulted Tyler right. Bolt. Yep. And he just like whacked him with a cane. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, and yeah, should that kill him? Or should that just kind of incapacitate him? It trips him, makes him fall down some stairs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like a series of unfortunate like events. Court order. Yeah, 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 yeah. Different yeah, he doesn't personnel. necessarily realize like how much damage he's doing. Right, exactly. Like, oh no, what have I done? Yeah, and then okay. he finds out and he goes back to the nursing home, like wheels into her room, like sneaks in, wheels into her room and sees that she's in a coma and he like, I don't know, I don't want him to like kill himself. That's awful. Like maybe, maybe he realizes that, well, this is, this is like, it, it then becomes a tragedy in the sense that he realizes this is the way the world works. Like, I was never meant to find love. And he goes back to their nursing home. She wakes up from the coma a couple of years after he's passed oh. at the other nursing oh. home. Oh, goodness. Oh, God. Yeah. And then she finds out because she's inquiring about him, yeah. where he is. <laughs> and then it just, like, maybe ends with her, like, you know, maybe, maybe it ends where, like, it does a fade out and she's, like, super... She's like crying and depressed, and then the final snap of the of the film or whatever is like their tombstones are like looking at each other in the graveyard or something, or like or they're like, right across from each other. It, it shows them like in a split screen, kind of looking like it, but then it kind of zooms out to show that they're not in the same graveyard at all. Ooh, that would wreck oh, me emotionally. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes to that because <sighs> I like getting my feelings destroyed. <laughs> See, I, I, I was, it's a good feeling. It's a cleansing feeling. <laughs> I, I, I was kind of thinking, like, kind of taking it a dark, dark uh, uh, way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, uh, that if, like, what if, like, one of them died of just a broken heart or just, like, lost the will to live? I was thinking kind of along those lines of, like, after uh, Juliet discovers that Romeo has passed away, that we we don't actually see her die. But we just like see uh, like maybe a long like time time lapse or something. It does the where she's just thing. like looks over at the flowers that he left for her, and it just like wilts. Well, I was thinking it would keep on her mm-hmm. and how she like doesn't move from her chair anymore, mm-hmm. and she just stays there. Or see, what if we do it like kind of Fault in Our Stars style, where one of them has like a debilitating disease, but since they've met this other person, like that disease has like kept them going. You could do like, that, like. You really shouldn't be this active with with this disease, with Montague. Sorry, I'm pushing <laughs> that. I'm pushing that. I, I think, though, like the the lack of a disease and the presence of just old age makes it more okay. Like, that's true. Relatable. I, well, that's I one agree. of the things we were saying is that like, it's not relatable enough, you know. And everyone's afraid of dying alone. True. So, well, I mean, maybe not everyone. I don't know. Well, it's a common fear. Yeah, so they would play on that fear of wow, this could be me, you know. So hmm. I, I, I'm an advocate for just them being old. Yeah, I'm kind of putting diseases there is kind of kind of overplayed too. Yeah, true, true, it's and it's like adding, problem. it's adding like you know kerosene to an already burning fire. Like it's already like oh, this is pretty sad, and then you're like. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, they're also dying of this thing, <laughs> and they can't move, and they're on oxygen. You know what I mean? Like, and their families never come to visit them. Yeah, but only to fight with each other. That's right. <laughs> That's all they care about. Oh, and their so, son died in a fishing accident, and yeah. So, how do their their deaths bring their families together, and or do they? Or maybe that's more realistic that it doesn't. Maybe we don't know. Or that. Mm-hmm. We just don't know what happens with them. Or it, like the thing that you were saying, Logan, where it does the crazy split screen thing. Mm-hmm. It shows the two families like dropping off flowers, but then as it zooms out, it's they're in separate graveyards. Oh, so it looks like maybe they're like together. together yeah. And oh, then it's it does the uh, montage effect. Yeah, yeah. It just splits between both of them, mm-hmm. but then it kind of zooms out. Yep. Ooh. Then they're not together. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That, that could that could be like done that. cinematic cinematically. That would be yeah, cool. That could be good. Mm-hmm. It's artsy. Yeah, this is another artsy episode. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Mm. So I mean, it's supposed to be a tragedy. True, true, yeah. true. It's not going to be like super funny. I think though, 
our beating Tibble over the head with a cane <laughs> would be pretty freaking hilarious. I mean, Romeo and Juliet did have some some comedy aspects. Of it. I mean, every Shakespeare oh, tragedy sure. did. Yeah, and I think maybe like having it, having it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Elevator. The pace throughout where R is like <laughs> constantly kind of bashing on Tyler. You know. Like appropriate tripping him or like yep. you know knocking into him or stuff. I'm in favor. Oh, and and I, then when he reacts out of anger, he just like you know he, Tyler thinks it's just another like him just messing around, but he like reacts out of anger and then accidentally pushes it too far and he falls down the stairs. Or I I want yeah. Tyler to be like that really overexcited like camp counselor type person who's oh. like okay guys let's go down to the cafeteria. Are you ready for your arts and crafts agent? Oh my god. Alright, now no attitude like that. Come and on, then have can, a great. can Mark Ushio be like the stereotypical he's like an orderly three hundred pound, yeah. but not because he's fat, but because it's all solid muscle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he could just pick R up with wheelchair and all and step back <laughs> into his room. <laughs> and he like hardly says anything. Yeah. That he would just be kind of nods. That yeah. would be a very big uh uh, switch from the the play because he was like kind of the the fool jester character. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, which is why he was my favorite character. But I mean, <laughs> he was the bard, man. <laughs> so sorry. And it, it becomes revealed that he uh, has a, a, a secret passion for ukulele music. Hmm. He's also an anime voice actor. Sure. Sure. <laughs> no, he's also a game show host. There we but go. We don't know about it. Yeah, that's just headcanon. <laughs> And like R, like kind of like somehow walks in on it or somehow learns about it, and then Get out. But, he, Get out but, but he doesn't know if he's like dreaming or not. Yeah, if he's taking too many capulets, pills, or capulets. <laughs> too many capulets. Yeah, puns. Yeah. Today. <laughs> um, okay, so but then where does that leave um, Friar Lawrence? Mm. Friar but, Lawrence I is mean, the one that marries them. A lot of like hospitals and nursing homes and etc. Like have chaplain. chaplains. I mean, that's it's, true. So it, it's, it's that actually would make a lot of sense that you would have like some sort of priest-like character um, often perform more like last rites rituals and stuff like that, maybe. Like, Do that we need a Friar Lawrence? Because in the play, they're so young that that's why they go to Friar Lawrence to get them married, and then they go to him when we don't know what to do. I or when like Juliet doesn't know what to do. They should have like confidants, I feel okay. like. They should yeah. have like friends. Who are their age, or maybe someone they can trust? I at think least. it would be good to have have a friar, mm-hmm. maybe kind I mean, of youngish, maybe like, someone who like looks like a friar. That okay, that would be funny. That's like both both of their best friend is this person that looks like a friar, but they don't realize that they share this best friend. Ah, uh, rom style, yeah, okay. exactly. Or well, Friar Lawrence in in the play, in a sense, kind of and he's trying really, to set them up. Kind mm-hmm. of, he transcends. Like, he lives in Verona, but he transcends this rivalry. Right. Maybe he's like this Buddhist monk. Or maybe he's like this kind of spiritual person. Who I mean, maybe of... he could be a volunteer from the local, like, college that wants to work with old people and so he comes by and he's hangs a out. And he's like a 23-year-old guy and just... That dude. Or a 23-year-old girl, even. What if he's... Yeah, what if he's an intern, like, counselor? Florencia. Like, or like an intern, like, psych major trying to get their hours in, but they genuinely care about the, uh, the people there. That'd be interesting. See the one who gives our poison? It's just like, it's just like weed. Well, our, well, we Romeo... that slightly, yeah, right? Yeah, Romeo picks up the poison in the play on his way over to Verona. He's like, I'm just gonna grab this from the apothecary real quick, pop into my local drugstore. Hey, you got that poison? Sure, man. Why did, why <laughs> did you get the poison? Is that just in case he found out Juliet was dead? I, clearly it's premeditated. Like, it was meant know. to kill himself, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what the dude is thinking. I, I like how he changed it to he thinks that she's dead, goes away, and dies Naturally. of, like, natural causes. Yeah. And then she wakes up and withers, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then split-screen sadness <clears throat> after that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so... Good times. So, Friar Lawrence. Yeah. Or Lori, or whatever we want to call him or her. Um, Hell. Wouldn't it? I think it'd be interesting if the play was told through her eyes. I like that. Maybe the, his name is like Lawrence Fry. <laughs> Fryson. <laughs> Frighten. Ooh, that sounds creepy. Frighten Lawrence. Oh, I gotta keep that name. Ooh, that'd be a good horror horror name. Frighten. Frighten. Lori. Like, Lori Frey. Yeah. I, I like that idea though of having the 
main perspective be that character's. Because then oh, she, as an like like the friar, as an outside existing body, mm-hmm. doesn't care that the fam like she sees the families fighting in the business, but doesn't care. Yeah, it's not her. Right, thing. and then she knows that R is interested in in Jay, and that they're like together, and they're kind of coming through by their interaction with her. Yeah. Right, and then she what would be nice is that like then if it's told from her perspective you don't necessarily have to see everything that happens like we don't have to see our accidentally kill tyler she comes in one day and there's police and like what's happening yeah oh and r is the main suspect Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and the court order like sends him to a different location and because she's not hired by the 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 nursing Mm -hmm. home she can go to the other one that r gets moved to and still act as that third party. I like that a lot. Okay. like it a lot. Yeah. Except that, like, during that time, like, they have no communication for the most part. Except for that one true guy who true. couldn't tell his hand from his face. I mean, we don't really yes. need to keep up with Romeo in the other nursing home that much. Very true. So. Yeah. And then, the ending, right? The ending where it does the crazy split screen thing. Like, we could, we could keep it super depressing. Right. And it's like, the families don't ever come together. Awesome. Or and then we zoom out and it's this girl like writing some like really like uh, pretentious story. Or we see the girl and she's like <laughs> she's holding onto a picture of like her arms around the two of them and like oh. she's the one that like can Kill like. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> she's the murderer. She <laughs> she slipped them too much Ambien. Slipped them too much Capulets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's she's. It's then it becomes it wasn't the family that was important. It was the relationships that they had with her and together. Oh, I see. They saw her as a family. Mm. Mm. Yep. And that that would be the end of the credit scene. Maybe maybe we see like during her graduation or something, we see her like pull out like a a picture of them Mm. or or like writing up her senior project on this. Oh, dude, that you need some serious. That kind of ties in what you were talking about of somebody writing the story. If we make this like like. Working at this at this uh, nursing home, like her capstone project or right. something. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. She doesn't realize what she's getting into. Yeah. <laughs> He's writing Romeo and Juliet. Oh gosh. Per se. Yeah. And then it wouldn't immediately be apparent this is Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, that's right. true. It's like a quirky. Like, it's told from someone else's perspective. Like, exactly. With if we don't change the names, it might be a wee bit obvious. Tyler Bolt, Mark Yushio. <laughs> see, those I think are uh, Tyler Bolt's maybe a little bit still too. Maybe Tyler Cobalt. Maybe that would be enough of a change or something like that. So I'd just change it a little more to make it quite not Maybe quite just, as obvious. just make him Mark, Tyler, and Ben. Yeah. And just no, no, why have last names? Yeah. 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 Then it's not obvious yeah. at all. I mean, so. They wouldn't. The, the people there wouldn't care about their last names. I mean, not likely. Yeah. Probably not. I wouldn't mm-hmm. think so. I wouldn't. Uh-uh. So I have, I have one question that's, yeah. that's kind of important. Okay. How should R&J meet? Like initially, yeah, because it, it was at like ball. a masquerade ball, you know, mm-hmm. masquerade party. Should mm-hmm. they meet at Bingo like a, a what? Bingo night. <laughs> like they 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 tie. They yep. both win at the same time, mm-hmm. and they go up to accept the prize. And they there's like they meet eyes yeah. across the table yeah. while getting their raffle prize. I think it should be something that Fry organizes. Bingo night. She organizes bingo night. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She runs bingo night. Or what if it's like some some other uh, like obscure game that like she likes, but like all the the people there are kind of like, oh, this is too complicated for me. I don't like really exploding know this. kittens. Dungeons yeah. and dragons. <laughs> oh Mass Dungeons and Dragons. Oh my. It's like fifty people playing Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons. Oh gosh. That'd be a terrible no, campaign I'm to run. I'm trying to imagine that, yeah. Okay, all of you roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but they're all set up in different parties doing different things that are all interrelated across this huge world. Oh, God. Like, is any oof, anxiety? anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> DMs would have to As, meet, like, afterwards and, like, go over for hours and hours if <laughs> they did. As the DM of our group, that gives me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> but what if it's, like, some complicated, like, uh, I don't know. What's a what's a big like game Katan. you can play with? Yeah, what can you play with a lot of people. people. Maybe it's like seven charades or something, <laughs> or like I don't know. With a lot of people, maybe it's like some sort of drinking game that she tries to <laughs> get people to play. Um, True American. With, or we, we put with this, like orange juice. With this set, say, uh, fifty years in the future, and it's video game night. 
It's our generation. It's Street Fighter. <laughs> it's Mario Party. Mario Party. Oh, Mario yes. Kart. Huh. I don't know, man. And one's Mario and one's Peach. But oh. like, but like, I mean, R is Peach and J is yeah, R. Yeah. A game that you can play with a lot of people. You can play Fortnite. 100 people Battle Royale <laughs> They're just left till the end They're playing Sea of Thieves The Thieves. last They're two is Romeo and Juliet yeah. They're playing <laughs> World of Warcraft One's in the Horde One's <laughs> the other one <laughs> Oh man It's like Romeo and Juliet Within Romeo and Juliet mm. Well that's a, that's a popular like Shakespeare uh, trope Is like a play within a play Right hmm. It's like a movie within a movie I'd be fine with them all Having World of Warcraft night Just saying Like, well, like, um, like there's some game That they put on MMO night Unnamed like video game yeah uh, uh land of uh dragons and and dawn zero one wild breath update <laughs> 6.2 yeah there we go it's minecraft make sure it's, you it's update minecraft tonight how do i update it's minecraft right? <laughs> yes please please can we do that yeah, please. I am so and, on board. And R and J win like the uh, the torches, like the electric torches. <laughs> <laughs> like one's a redstone torch and one's like a regular torch. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I love this now. They meet over Minecraft. It's like the nerdy nursing home. Nerdy nursing home. Might be movie. a tiny bit silly, but it would definitely make it connect well, more to our generation. Yeah, and they're like kind of against it. They're they they kind of like. Oh, I I don't like this over bingo night. I mean, like, well, how can, Lori how can puts it bingo. on. So yeah. it's like Lori's thing that they yeah. all kind of have to do because yeah. it's like required or something. They like have to be in that room during that time or whatever. Yeah, or what she else? like puts the post it up and she's like, it's like come, come on, it'll be fine. Right. <clears throat> yeah. It's totally not a social experiment for my paper. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play uh, fake electrocute the person across the hall. No. No, Riley, Whoa. we're not doing those Whoa. experiments. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> Where <laughs> half, of, study. half of you are going to be guards, half of you are going to be prisoners. <laughs> that's the uh, Stanford, Stanford, Stanford prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that kind of already exists in nursing homes. I know. <laughs> oh, oh, just too dang. real. Oof. Hashtag bugging out. This, this is too a, real. This is a nice nursing home. With just, you know, the nurses. People like being other. there. Mark yeah. and Tyler are actually best friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just kind of put on these character acts. Yeah. Yeah. More for the entertainment of the guests. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. That, that'd be kind of interesting to have, like, Lori, like, listen in on a conversation between Tyler and Mark then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. perspective. We're, we're further obscuring that this is a Romeo and Juliet thing. Yeah. Yes. We still haven't decided what their names are. Just yeah. saying. That is true. So we eventually have to yeah. come back to that. So, but before we do that, we've hit how they meet. Mm-hmm. We've hit kind of who, who Lori is. Like, where that character comes Perspective in. Perspective is told through her. Mm-hmm. We've hit where, like, the other characters kind of come in. Um, how they how they die, how they get sent away, the, the main plot points of the play. Is there anything we're missing? Um, yes. We are missing the fact that Lori brings in dogs for puppy play therapy for the nursing home resident. I would <laughs> just like to have that. <laughs> Please. I, I, I feel like that would be kind of beyond Lori's capabilities, but okay, maybe so the nursing like, home. She does like convinces that. the nursing home yeah, to, do to that. have yeah. someone do that. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Because I feel like she she isn't given too much power. I just want for a the, scene the failed Minecraft night. Where <laughs> a dog like gets loose from Romeo and goes to Juliet's room and then they like have a moment and it's cute with a dog. That sounds nice. And the dog okay. dies at the end. And it's a third grade stone. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a random dog. It's a bone shaped gravestone oh no. showing it's a dog. That's the true tragedy here. Yeah. The, the dog's William. name is William. As in William Shakespeare. William yeah. Shakespeare. Bill. No, the dog's name is Paris. <laughs> no, but that is now Paris. <laughs> Paris. Paris, come here. Where's Paris? Juliet adopts Paris, but then Paris dies. Oh my gosh. Paris is an old dog, yep. so like they, they connect them. Yep. Age foreshadowing. Yep. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love oh, it. So, so I, I should ask, like, should this be like a movie? Should it be? Should we keep it as a play? Mm. Should it be like a TV series? I, it, in my head, it makes sense most as a TV series. Really? Yeah. I think it'd be more impactful as a movie. Yeah. Probably. Like a contained yeah. story. Mm-hmm. It would def- if it were a TV series, it would definitely be like a you know Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, cinematic style. Oh yeah, TV yeah, yeah. Series. for sure. Mm. Or like where like you or can't, like Sherlock. Yeah. Where it's like the story is told in four episodes that are like two hours long. Netflix original. Oh, I see. Okay. And then the end of season one is the end of the story. Right. You know. 
then you couldn't get another season. Unless she goes to another nursing home where the Tempest is happening. <laughs> it's just contained in a universe. Well, that would actually be really cool. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. Where every nursing home she goes to is just another Shakespeare story happening. I, I mean, like that. In a way, but also... Didn't, like, the most recent Mummy adaptation try to set up the, its own, like, the dark universe or whatever? With oh, the Mummy and... With, like, Jekyll Frankenstein and, and Frankenstein really? and stuff. Yeah. The, the Dooku, right? That's what Russell Daniel was Crow talking is, about. Russell is Dr. Jekyll. Okay, cool. Because, uh, yeah. like, the, the dark something... The like dark the dark unknown universe. universe or something yeah. like that, yeah. With, like, wasn't, like, King Kong and Godzilla go were in that, too? That route or? works when it works and doesn't work most of the time. I don't know. So. It's, it's, yeah, we're just putting dark is pretty cool. Yeah. That, that's cool. Mm. Was that the one that Constantine's part of? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, our magic is a thing. And Dead Man. <laughs> and, like, wasn't uh, Zatanna? In that yeah. One? Okay. Yeah, magic. All the magic guys. Mm-hmm. And Constantine well, is just Fate. drunk. I mean, that's his character. Yeah. He's, a, he's a drunk exorcist. Who's Irish? Yes. Can we have him in this? <laughs> he just shows up. He just shows up. <laughs> Make a cameo during Man- Minecraft night. He's like the uh, the director of the nursing home's like cousin. Just shows up one day oh, in the background. He's the director of the nursing home, but we don't see him. Yeah, ever. Like he's only made uh, references. Mr. Just, yeah, Mr. Constantine. There's a lot of Easter eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Her doctor Constantine. Um, I. Doctor John. Doctor John. Did we just know him as John? Anyway. I don't know for their for their names. I kind of just like R and J, Ray and J. I was thinking the Ray or Raymond. Ray and make them really generic people name. June. Rain June. I like June. Rain June. That's good. Rain June. Rain June is is good. Do we want to pause for a second and repeat that and just cut that out because that is obnoxious. What the the shaking? I don't know if it if it picked up. So I mean, if I can hear it, it's it can hear it. So here it is again. If we're <laughs> Ray and June. Rain June. You're caught up. Yeah, Rain June. That's good. <laughs> if you leave that in, we're going to sound like idiots. Yeah. Accurate. <laughs> we're just repeating my acknowledgement of your statement. <laughs> Sweet. So, I like that. So, and then the play, like, is is the movie or the TV series, whatever we decide, is that, is it just Ray and June? Is that what it's called? Or is it... What's, what's the name of the nursing home? Like, Montague Nursing Home? Well, it's, it's in Verona. In, in, in Italy? Yeah. I mean, what month does this take place in June? Then it could be Ray in June. Ray in June? That would be... That's, that's another... That's a lot of things. <laughs> that's another important question I wanted to ask. Oh, because I said they may or may not have sex? Mm-hmm. Do they? I don't think Lori cares to know. We, we don't know if they do. Kind no. of kind of like in the play... Lori might Lori. accidentally find some Viagra in Ray's, like... <laughs> But that doesn't prove it. No, it doesn't. Some Viagra Capulets? Yeah. 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 Okay. Like, he kind of, like, <laughs> spills them. I love that joke. I don't know why. <laughs> he just kind of spills them, and she's like... Oh, dear. Oh. Yeah, and he like... Oh, he's trying to... He's. <laughs> I just remember seeing this one skit online of, like, someone trying to pull out their wallet from their pocket and then just pulling out, like, hundreds of condoms instead <laughs> that just spill on the like, floor. Like the, the, the magic trick where you open the thing and the snakes yeah. just shoot out. Yeah. It's like an ungodly amount of Viagra just sprays out of this, like, one little Capulet canister. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I... Ray and June that are good names, but I don't yeah. know what we should call it. Not Ray uh, and June. That was a poor taste Senior joke. Senior Capstone Project, uh... Uh, com uh, or psych four four five capstone project. Uh, Miss Mister Williams. Uh, uh, final psych uh, psych in the industry psych in the business workplace. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, in, insert state state university. <laughs> what if we just call it? Like, yeah, I'm trying to do her MLA heading as the title. <laughs> what if we don't do that? And- <laughs> Which is something I, the opposite of that, and something just super simple, like, with June. In June? No, with June. <laughs> in June? Nope. No. Nope. Because that's an L City album title. Oh, really? Uh-huh. I'm trying to call it that. Or, uh, I don't know. Uh, I like with the, with the June. Um, uh, uh, what if we let our listeners decide? <laughs> Maybe. So we always do. Uh, Summer... Rays of sunshine in June. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. It's an awful name. Um, May and December. What? 
Because that's what you call like an old person, uh, younger person relationship. It's oh. May and December. I'm glad. Uh, man, I, it's cheesy when a name isn't a title. Yeah. Like, you see a movie with a name and it's like, mm, what are we, some sort really... of suicide squad? Yeah. Or, well, not like the name of the thing, but like a person's name. It yeah. sounds like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, maybe like... Uh, Minecraft Night. <laughs> That's the name of the movie. <laughs> what happened after Minecraft Night? It all started on Minecraft Night. It was a dark and stormy Minecraft Night. <laughs> oh Our goodness. time together? Yeah, just, something like that. Oh, okay. Something kind of generic? I mean... It's Except that that would be the name of a paper. Oh, perhaps. Um, Reflections on the Dying. <laughs> so say a documentary. <laughs> dying to be together. Mm. Uh, mm, dying to know each other. Cliche enough to might maybe be good. <laughs> um, With a winky face emoji. Because, you know, emojis are probably going to be in titles... And this is like a, a hipster university student who's like, hey, I'm doing something different. That's tough. What if, since it's centered around Lori, uh. what if one of Lori's first things that she does is getting the puppy therapy thing set up? So it almost looks like the story is going to be about the dog. And then it could be just called, like, Paris or Summer with Paris or something like that. So it's like kind of a faux title. It's a misleading title. Like, to try to, like, make you think that the, it's about something that it's not really about. Yeah, I, I like having it be a misleading title. Right. But, like, mm. um, puppy love. Ugh. 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 <laughs> 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 Old souls. Uh, Old souls, young hearts. Mm. Coming soon to... Uh, <laughs> oh, Mark Channel near yeah. you. <laughs> um, Old hearts. Young souls. Dark Souls. <laughs> Dark Souls 4. Remastered. Oh, <laughs> Remastered. Yeah. Just before it, that's just the first version they release of yeah. Dark Souls 4. Dark Souls 4 Remastered. I, th- I feel like we're getting hung up too much on, yeah. on the title. Maybe we should leave it out to our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. If you think of We've an awesome got, title. Give me a lot of ideas. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of quality brainstorming. <laughs> Montague. The Montague Complex. Montague Oaks. That's not bad. I like the Montague Complex. Oh. Because it, it's kind of like, is it a is it a mental complex? Exactly. Mm. I, the du- duality of meaning there. Maybe I the like Montague that. Complex is simply... Or a summer in Verona, love. but Verona is the name of the retirement home. And Verona is the name of the, 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 the really horny lady... <laughs> What? What? <laughs> that like you know like like apparently people in in nursing homes are kind of you know like normal I said before. People. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Woo! I am okay. stressed maybe, out. Maybe, maybe I like Ver- summer in Verona. Maybe, with Verona being the name of the nursing home. That was maybe good. Verona is like the name of the park in the nursing home. That would also like be that. that. That's like, or the like place. one part of more like the maybe maybe it's the uh, room that Minecraft night is in. The, the Verona, Verona room. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Hmm. Something like that. Summer and, like, all the rooms are named after, like, Shakespeare places. Or Ooh. we can, like, do a, a allusion to the end and be, like, sunsets in Verona. Ooh. Okay. Or I like, like that. Be, I like that. be commanding and say, the sun sets in Verona. And that's Ooh. the title. I like that even more. That's it. That, that's it. That, right there. That we sounds, finally got to it. That sounds like Oscar winner title. We finally got to it. Yeah. The sun sets go. in Verona. Did you like listening to us... Debate over the name. <laughs> oh man! You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. you're welcome. I mean, you listen to this podcast, you play yourself. <laughs> at least, at least. April Fools. <laughs> a little late. A little late. Um, but sweet. I mean, does anyone have anything left to that we miss that we might add that we forgot? I think it's awesome. I think I like it. in Verona. Yeah. Sunsets in Verona. The sunsets over Verona. No, I like I like it. In, I like it in okay. Verona because in a lot of the then the scenes can be shot in the Verona room and it's sunset. Mm-hmm. Or and, maybe, maybe it can be like kind of office style where it's kind of like through a window. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I mean, like the main meeting time for um, Ray and June could be after dinner, right when the sun's setting, and that could be like their free time that they need out. <laughs> in the I'm crying thinking about it. It's hurting my heart. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, brilliant. I'm happy. Brilliant. Sweet. Um, I'd so like to mention the Romeo and Juliet anime because I would be very mad at myself if I didn't in this episode. What? And Wait. that's all. 
Wait, no, actually, one question about that for you. Hmm. Pick one element of that and transfer it into this project. Uh, Romeo has a Pegasus as a pet. What if it's like a little like ceramic Pegasus as, a, as like a throwback? To, okay, to what that? if it's in a flying city? Uh, relatability's gone. <laughs> okay, he likes Pegasi. Okay. He likes Greek mythology. He's a brony. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Relatability's still gone. <laughs> what, wait, what was that last like, suggestion? Where did, what? What was that last suggestion? He likes, he likes Greek mythology. Oh, I like that. Okay. Perfect. Sure. Yeah. Favorite character is Pegasus. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, is it, he's well. His name is Cielo oh. in in the anime, and also Perfect. Juliet uh, is a vigilante in the nursing home. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> she solves. Disputes. She's the hall monitor. <laughs> <laughs> but she takes Just it like she really can move seriously. Marginally faster than everyone else. <laughs> the only the only qualification that you need. <laughs> oh. <laughs> to be the fastest in the nursing home. Um, before we get more insensitive. Uh, I believe Logan has the pit pulled up. I do. I have to decide the pit of despair. The the pit. Did you do a number, Jen, or do you need that? Nope, I have that up right now, and I'm about to do it. It is number 48. Which will be two up from the bottom. Good job, because there are 50 names. Yep. It is (laughs) another very classic character. Also kind of in the uh, British... uh, Legacy of literature. Harry Potter. Robin Hood. Oh, Robin Hood. Awesome. That Robin Hood of Nottingham. That's so cool. Oh my gosh, we're oh, getting on a forest. string of kind of like classic characters. Would would uh would that be the the Disney version or like the legendary like Ooh. Robert Hood? I think that that's something that we should talk about when we talk. About okay. Robin Hood. Because we might want elements of both. We've had like British characters the last like few times. Yeah. Man. Not a problem. No, not, <laughs> at all. not at all. Well, friends, uh, I think that is it for this episode. Um, tune in next time for Robin Hood. That'll be an exciting, exciting time. I'm excited. I love Robin Hood's one of my favorite Disney movies, by the way. So mm-hmm. I might be drawing heavily from that for my suggestions. Same. But, um, yeah, if you can, you know, uh, check out the website, leave us comments or questions or anything like that. Um, maybe drop a better name if you have one, which you probably do. Um, and then check us out on the Instagrams, the Twitters, the YouTubes, the Thou Tubes, the Thou Tubes, the the Tubes, and the Facebooks. It'd be really awesome. And you can leave like reviews and and comments on our Facebook page. We appreciate that, or on our iTunes page, or really just anywhere. Because just want to hear back from you guys in ways we can prove. Um, I know that some of the comments that we have received, which we're responding to, are things about audio quality and stuff. And we've been really trying hard to work on the space in which we record. Um, but as far as the technical equipment, we're actually working on perhaps a campaign or a project sometime soon to get that all solved. So if you could keep an eye out for, for that coming out soon anyway to like to help support and stuff would be really appreciated. And you guys are awesome. So that's all I got to say. Anything I forgot, guys? Or? Robin Hood, um, little John, working to the forest. Trying to get away. Robin's arrow in twain. <laughs> um, anything else, guys? I don't think so. All right. Well, that's a wrap. Go look up some Shakespearean insults. They're pretty good. Watch the anime. Do that. Too. It's 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 a little slow, but the the premise is really interesting. And eat roasted cabbage because it tastes nice. Eat Caesar salad because because mm. Julius, Julius Caesar, Caesar is also a play. Eey, okay, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>